Super Talk Mississippi media production. What's the key to a quick and fun travel escape? Enjoy public art outside or outsider art inside and refresh your sense of history with awe-inspiring parks and museums. Vicksburg is the key to the South. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. With Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk of 24-7 Sports. Powered by Taylor Construction Equipment. Whether you're looking to rent, lease, buy, or for service, contact Taylor Construction Equipment today at taylorconstructionequipment.com or call 662-446-1048. Now get ready for Thunder and Lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk here with you on a Tuesday morning. Tuesday morning. Do me a second. You're, like, you're correct. I was correct. Sometimes the first thought is the correct one. Thanks for joining us here at supertalk.fm or wherever it is that you get podcasts from. We appreciate you guys out there, our great listeners, especially our servicemen and women out there taking care of us. I want to thank our sponsors at Strange Brew Coffee House and Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. Start your day the right way with a trip to the drive-thru over at Strange Brew Coffee House here in Starkville or at Brupolo over in Tupelo. It would be a little weird, Robbie, if Brupolo was in Beauregard. In Beauregard, yeah. huh? I say, I say, Beauregard. Is that around Oxford? It is not, actually. Okay. Much further south than that. It's on Highway 51 just south of Hazelhurst. Okay, yeah, so. that is much further south. Yeah, shout out to Capaya County. Good folks down there. On a Renfro, baby. That's right. Preston Johnson. Yeah, yeah. I know yeah. a few other Kapai people. Yeah. What can, okay, yeah, Wesson is, okay, it's, you know, that's, that's, that's why it's Colin because it's right there near Lincoln County, too. So it makes sense, doesn't it? I'll be, in, I'll be in Weston in uh, about two months, I think. We have a remote down there every year at Colin. So, uh, anyway, wherever you are in our great state, you want to uh, get some Strange Brew Coffee each and every morning, it's just a click away. Go to strangebrewcoffeehouse.com. And order it for delivery right to your house. Whatever kind of coffee machines on the front counter, we got you covered at strangebrewcoffeehouse.com. College Corner and collegecornerstore.com is the place to find the maroon and white merchandise that you're looking for. Be it for your house, for your car, for your tailgate, or just something to wear, they've got you covered with the biggest and best selection in central Mississippi. Two locations to serve you in the Jackson area. They're in Ridgeland by, Fe- Ridgeland by Fleet Feet. I don't know what's going on today. Or uh, by uh, the Half Shell in Flowood, or you can just always shop online at collegecornerstore.com. Restaurant Tyler, Startville's flagship restaurant. I think Robbie and I might need to make a trip to Restaurant Tyler this week. It's been a few weeks since we've been there. I would gladly go. Well, we're going to grab some lunch. We need to round up the boys and get to go get some lunch. Stefan's not included in that. Oh, is he out? He's on my bad list right now. Well, so be it, you know. Yeah, saying something they come and go. I'm telling you, these these kids, this current group we have, they're good. They're good kids. They will never achieve handsome young status, handsome young son status, the way Tyler Horkin. No, 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 no. Tyler's not on that list either. Tyler's not on that list for me. Either. Ty- Tyler's my handsome young son. I, I have to, know. I have to love him reg- unconditionally. I don't know. He he was a little he was a little angry the other night. 
I don't know group. what was happening the other night, but every now and then I, I he'll pop he, in there. I think he had gotten into the Miller Lite a little, little deep. Starts starts talking trash to his yeah. elders. He was talking. To, I didn't like it. I didn't like it. Get a hold of your son. I'll, I, you know what? I'll do what I got to do. And my other, son, my, my 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 quasi sons. You know, we got his get mother's them. not around. Is the problem? His mother's out making Hollywood. She's movies. out making Hollywood movies. What do you want me to do? She keeps the she keeps the money coming in so I can live this opulent lifestyle. <laughs> I can't do anything. So, Restaurant Tyler, huh? Great, great food. Fried chicken, catfish, chicken meatloaf, Ooh. hamburger steak. Ooh. It's all good stuff. Take Butter your family. Beans, sweet potatoes. Take your family. Your real family, not your made-up one. <laughs> to Restaurant Tyler. 16 Priority One Bank locations throughout central Mississippi ready to serve you. Go to PriorityOneBank.com to find the location nearest you. Open an account today, and that account is going to pay dividends for you for many, many years into the future. When you, you every everybody, you know, reaches a point in their life where they're thinking, "I want to get a new car. I want to get a. I want to get a home. You know, I got to pay for this, that, or the other. I need to talk about a loan." When you do that, you don't want to have to talk to a corporate bank where you don't know anybody. You want to talk to your local bank and people you've been dealing with. That's the difference that banking locally makes for you. So call Priority One Bank today. Set up an account with them. And you can see what a difference it means to, makes to bank locally. Let Priority One Bank make you their priority. Later in the show, we're going to do our SEC preview, and it's Alabama. We did Georgia last week. We're going to do Alabama this week. Spoiler, they probably won't lose more than one game. But I wanted to talk about Alabama because that has become, for me anyway, Robbie, something that I have to see improvement upon from Mississippi State. It has become a, a, a sticking point with me that Mississippi State, over the last five years, is really the only team that Alabama has played that has not had a competitive game against them in terms of the SEC. So I want to—we're going to look through the SEC right here over the last five seasons, 2018 through 2022, and I'm just going to go over some scores with you. Right now, in Alabama in, in 2018, dominant team, 14 and one. Uh, they lost in the national championship game uh, to Clemson, but. Undefeated regular season, obviously. But in that season, AM scored 23 on them. Arkansas, Arkansas who went 2 and 10, scored 31 on them. Uh, Tennessee, a 5 and 7 Tennessee team, scored 21 on them. Uh, an 8 and 5 Auburn team scored 21 on them. Uh, you know, probably some garbage points in there, but State got nothing. Zero points against Alabama in that game. And I picked 2018, by the way. Obviously, because 2017 was the last time State was really competitive with Alabama. Really and truly in the game with them. 2019, again, a really good Alabama team. Doesn't make the playoff, obviously. That's LSU's year. But then Ole Miss scores 31 points on them. South Carolina had 23 on them. A&M put 28 on the board. They lost to LSU. They lost to Auburn. They gave up 46 to LSU and 48 to Auburn. State loses 38-7. to and then, look, it's not to say that there weren't any other uncompetitive SEC teams against Alabama that year. Uh, Arkansas lost 48-7. to Tennessee lost 35-13. to So it's, it's not that State's the only one. My point is State's the only one over this period that doesn't have a competitive game. Yeah. So we'll continue. 2020, uh, A&M scores 24 on them. Uh, Ole Miss scored 48 on them. You're, we all remember that crazy game in Oxford uh, that year. Georgia got 24 on them, Tennessee 17, LSU scored 17, Florida scored 46 in the SEC championship game. State got nothing. 
Zero points. Again, they blew out plenty of teams. They beat Kentucky 63-3. to They beat Arkansas 52-3. to It's just the trend. I mean, in this, in this time frame we've mentioned now, that Arkansas had a game where they scored 31 points, and they have a more, much more competitive game coming up with Alabama. Um, 2021, Ole Miss gets 21. A&M beats them, puts 41 on the board. Tennessee scores 24. Arkansas scores 35, loses 42-35. Very competitive game. They beat a 6-7 and seven Auburn team by only two points, 24-22. And then they lose to Georgia in the, uh, the national championship game. But State only had nine points. Alabama only uh, gave up single digits three times this year. They weren't very good defensively. Who was their coordinator? I forget. It doesn't matter. Uh, but they gave up three points to New Mexico State, six points to Cincinnati in the playoff game. But of course, I mean, we're talking about a, you're playing a group of five team, and nine to Mississippi State. Everybody else was at least 13 points on them. And that was the first time State had scored a touchdown since 2019. Right. I mean, oh, they didn't score a touchdown that game. Yeah, they did. No, last keep, year, twenty twenty one. Oh, you're on twenty twenty one. Yeah, um, my, bad. my Four, bad. So they scored three field goals. I thought you'd moved to this. So year. state has gone at this point. State has gone. I think state scored in the second quarter against Alabama in that twenty nineteen game. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure I'm Callen right. Hill, Callen Hill. Yep. And so that means you've gone at this point ten quarters without scoring on them. Mm. And then you have last season, Texas. Not an SEC team, but it loses by one, 20-19. Arkansas puts up 26. A&M puts up 20. Tennessee puts up 52 and beats them. LSU puts up 32 and beats them. Ole Miss puts up 24 in a loss. Auburn puts up 27 in a loss. State Ole Miss had a chance to win. Had a chance to win the game. 30-6, to Mississippi State. And as we all know, they scored on the final play of the game. So they went 13 quarters, 13.99 quarters. Without scoring on Alabama. Like the clock and, ran out. And, that, and they couldn't even kick the extra point. It was yeah. literally the last play of the game. So in this time frame, you've seen Arkansas, you've seen A&M. A&M's beaten them. LSU has beaten them. Auburn has beaten them. Ole Miss and Arkansas have had games where they've put up points on them. And then you have Mississippi State, who in five years against Alabama has scored a total of 22 points. Mm-hmm. That's got... And again... When I talk about overcoming this, I'm not talking about beating them. I'm not talking about beating Alabama. I'm just talking about the game has to be competitive. It's it's it doesn't make the score. It doesn't make any sense that in five years against Alabama teams that they're good. But this is look at this Alabama stretch that you're think about. All right, let's let's look at the previous last five year years. Was, well, they were very beatable. Right, previous five years. So 2013 through uh, 17. Right, uh, 2013 11 and two, 12 and two. 14 and 1 won the national title. Uh 14 and 1 lost the national title. Four, uh, 13 and 1 won the national title. So they won two national titles and played for another one in the previous 5 years. This 5 years uh lost the national title, didn't make the playoff, won the national title, lost the national title, didn't make the playoff. Not that they're, you know, again, these aren't eight and four seasons where they're missing the playoffs. They went eleven and two last year. Mm-hmm. But that, I don't. There's no way you can look at last year's Alabama team and say that was a great Alabama team. They're really good, but they weren't good enough to hold Mississippi State to almost nothing in that game. Well, and if you look at you look back at that game, State was very much in it in the first half, mm-hmm. and Drops. just I mean they were dropping passes. There's they a mental inside thing the red zone. There. It is definitely mental. And, and it's absolutely mental. You go back to Leach's. 
crazy post game speech that we all all we will everyone who was there will remember that speech for the rest of our life. And you know, was he rambling and, and was he you know trying to be a little bit too much of Mike Leach in that moment? Probably so. But his point was, this team was beat before they came on the field. Mm-hmm. This team was beat in the locker room. As soon as I see the red helmet and the red jersey, they're done. That's something Zach Arnett has to overcome with this team. And so my question, I guess, is, and this is something that, you know, it used to be this way with LSU. Yeah. Big time. You go back to Jackie Sherrill through 2013. Well, they had lost 20 plus They lost 21 games. out of 22. Yeah. As I always say, Rod Gibson was the one in yeah. twenty one and one. Yeah. So they so they had lost like what seventeen yeah. or something straight. And I mean, let's let's just go to that real quick. It was it was two thousand so, until in two thousand to two thousand thirteen, right? Yeah. It was thirteen two, from, from 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 nineteen from nineteen ninety two to two thousand thirteen, state beat LSU one time. Yeah. And you look at some of the scores in the in that series. I mean, these are these nothing. are these are good state teams. Sometimes, uh, go like starting in '97, 24-9. State wins the West in '98 and loses forty-one-six yeah, at LSU smoked. to a terrible LSU team. They went four and seven. Yep, '99 they win. They win. They lose by seven in overtime in two thousand and in two thousand. Got screwed in that game. Got screwed. And then you're talking about a stretch. I mean, forty-two nothing, thirty-one thirteen. 2003, that was a bad one. Where is it? That, that was whenever they were throwing. O two, I think, was the one they, yeah. were, throwed, they were throwing uh, Terrell Grindle out yeah. there in the Wildcat or whatever. Yeah, just 41 6, 51-0, 37-7, 48-17, 45-0. That was the, the, the Crooms' one good year. 2007. Yeah. They actually that, played them close 34-24 in, in 2008. Played them close in two thousand nine. Then you go. That was that was the 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 07 one was the six interceptions from Mike. Hennigan. Yes, yes. 19 to six. But I remember that game. State couldn't do anything offensively. Yeah. Thirty seven seventeen, and then fifty nine twenty six. Then in twenty fourteen, fifty nine twenty six game was really was close fun. going into the third quarter. Really fun the first, the first quarter. Like yeah. they they're going back and forth. Well, going into like, the fourth quarter, you're like they got then, a shot. They could not stop Odell Beckham and that Jarvis team Landry. had Jarvis Landry, Odell yeah. Beckham, uh, Daryl Henderson, who played in the NFL at running back, mm-hmm. um, Jeremy Hill, Z- Zach Mettenberger was the quarterback. Jeremy he Hill. could sling it. Jeremy yeah. Hill, and, and, and won like what nine games? They were nine ten, ten and three. Uh, not great. Yeah, the state was in that game until yeah. the fourth quarter. But and just you see how apart. there was this stretch where you just could not ge- even be in the game with yeah. LSU. And then it turned into, you know, look at the last few years. State wins in 2014. They lose by two in 2015. They lose by six, I'm sorry, by three in 2016. They win by 30 in 2017. In 2018, they lose by uh, 16 in a game that if you watched it, you know that State did not deserve to lose that game. They, they, they were just so bad offensively. Yeah. Uh, 2019, they, that, was a, that was a tough year. They lost by 23, but that was LSU's national title year. Mm-hmm. They win in 2020. They lost by three in 2021. They lost by 14 last year. The games have just been – they found a way to get over that hump. Now they have to do that with Alabama. So let's, that's, that's the question. And How? That, that, well, it's, the weird, it's a weird thing. Teams around the SEC have that one team that's just their nemesis. Yeah. And they have teams that are really good. They play well. I think State plays Georgia fairly well. 
you know, they're still losing the games, but they went to Georgia in mm-hmm. 2020, had a chance to win that game in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. Last year at halftime, they were in the, in game. the game. Yeah, uh, They ended up getting blown out, but yeah. they were in the game. They played Georgia better than they do Bama. Yeah. They cannot play Alabama. Mm-hmm. So something has to change, whether it be Zach Arnett instilling in them. I, th- I think that 17 game was kind of a crossroads for them. Mm-hmm. If you're able to break through there, yeah. Dan Mullen might have been at Mississippi State for a few more years. I don't know. Yeah, he might have. But that series, too, might have played out a little bit differently. If you show that you can beat somebody, that's when everything changes for mm-hmm. you. So that I and, I don't know if if they'll ever get against Nick Saban to the point where they can beat Alabama. Mm-hmm. But can you just score some touchdowns and be just in the Just be game? competitive. Yeah. And you mentioned out, you know, if you can just beat them one time, right? So State beats them in 1980, doesn't beat them again until 96, but then beats them 96, 97, 98, 2000. Yeah. So they went four of the next five, which is, an, I mean, that's as good a streak as not just Mississippi State, but that's, name another school in the country. Auburn obviously won six in a row, but name a lot of schools that have four out of five wins over Alabama. Yeah. Not a lot. No. Doesn't matter what, what era of Alabama football is. So it starts this year. How does it start? How, what does Mississippi State have to do to just be more into these games? Is it is it more about because I don't think it's what about Alabama's what Alabama is doing? I think is it's about it, what Mississippi State is doing. It is. I mean, you just have to have that mindset. You have to finish drives. They, that's been one of the biggest issues for them. They've been able to move the ball at times against Alabama. When they get inside the red zone, it's like a force field there. Mm-hmm. Like that, getting a touchdown is an act of God. Mm-hmm. For Mississippi State against Alabama, and they even did it, you know, last year. Mm-hmm. You know, getting scoring on that last possession was so difficult, and that was not an unbeatable and unstoppable force on defense at Alabama. State just would, you know, get itself in trouble, throw interceptions, fumble the football, things like that. So, I you know I I don't know what the overall answer is other than just execute better. I'm trying to find the the box score from this game, just sort of the play by play a little bit. Well, I mean, when you look at look at this stuff that State did, look at their drives. Right, uh, first drive was 13 plays, 57 yards for Mississippi State. They go for it on fourth and three from the 15, incomplete. I'm, I'm I think that was a drop. I'm almost positive that it was. It doesn't say for sure, but it was a drop. But State puts together a 13 play drive, drives down to the Alabama 15. In a scoreless game, and doesn't score, doesn't get anything. I mean, right there, you got to take the, take the field goal. Alabama comes back to score. State puts together a 15 play, 39 yard drive that stalls out at the Alabama 26, and they miss the field goal. Mm-hmm. Alabama scores again; it's 14 to nothing. State turns it over on downs. Uh, is there a big play in here? No, State just decided to go for it from their own. Oh, I remember that. Yes, they decided to go for it from their own 29. Don't get it. Got stuffed. Alabama gets the ball and has. they only have to go 30 yards. They score. It's 21 nothing. Alabama scores again before the half. It's 24 nothing. State doesn't do anything. Punt, punt, end of half. Gets the ball back. 14 plays, 50-yard drive. Drives down to the Alabama 31. Fourth and 12, pass incomplete. So, I mean, State put three drives together. They've gotten into Alabama territory, and they have no points at this point. Uh, And then in the end of the game, you get the final drive, 15 plays, 76 yards. 
and they score. Against like the third team. I mean, State still got their starters in. I mean, Mark scored the touchdown. The play before that was a Will Rogers pass to Ra Ra Thomas. And I, I never thought that the air raid was good enough to beat Alabama. Like, that's just, you have, uh, it's going to be, I mean, you're talking about, you know, Nick Saban who runs, I mean, he pretty much had his hand all over that defense. Let's, mm-hmm. let's be honest. They're, they're not, you're not going to be able to out scheme them on that. Uh, so, to me, the air raid was just too simple to try to go out there and go up against a defense that that's usually just a bunch of grown men Yeah, on that side of the ball. Now, they, they beat LSU uh, in 2020 because that was a uh, – trying to think of a, of a better phrase than the one I want to use, but a, uh, I, I think that there was a little bit of uh, – some egos on that side of the ball for LSU at that mm-hmm. point, and that was them trying to say you're not going to beat us man to man. And State said, "Okay, we'll do that." Yeah, you know, everybody else just kind of started running zone against Mississippi State from then on out. But with a new offense, I think it should be a better, you know, opportunity for Mississippi State now. Mm-hmm. But you can also I- say the last two offenses they had before Mike Leach weren't doing any better, right? So. Well, that was, but I mean, Mike Leach is a far superior football coach to Joe Moorhead. There's just no getting around that. Yeah. I mean, you look back at that 20, 2018 game, State defensively was really good against, I mean, that was a oh, great man. Alabama offense with two. 2018 and last year, the defense was great. Yeah. They, they gave up like single digit yards for, or something and, and in the never, second half. Never forget, the State recovered a fumble on the first drive and that didn't get didn't get a review. And then, of course, you have that terrible penalty where Kylan Hill takes the ball down to the one-yard line. Yeah. I mean, it's just... It's a different game if you... Th- those, are, those, those are breaks that go against you. I, mean, I don't even want to call nothing. them breaks. No, no, they scored zero points. Yeah. I mean, State was the first team that year to, to pick off Tua, if you might recall. Defensively, they played great in that game, but offensively... It's probably... There might have been one other team that had a better game against them, but that might have been the best defensive ball game against that Alabama team, who at that point was one of the best offenses I think I've ever seen they were until LSU in 2019. But um, it, the defense was great. And was, State, State's played good I defense against I clicked on Akron. Them. I was like, what? What are these scores? No, wait, Don't I, do it. Alabama is who I want here. Yeah, you look at Alabama that year. They scored 684 points in 15 games. 51, 57, 62, 45, 56, 65, 39, 58, 29 against LSU, 24 against Mississippi State. And then it goes... 50, 52, 35, 45, and then Clemson in the national title game knocks them out and they only scored 16 points. So other than the game they lost to the in the national championship, yeah, State played better defensively against Alabama than anybody else. Well, they had Tua, Jerry Judy, mm-hmm. Devontae, uh, Smith, Devontae Smith, Ruggs. Henry Ruggs, Damian Harris. Mm-hmm. I mean, all the offensive linemen that they had. Mm-hmm. Alex Otherwood would have been on that Everybody team. Uh, Jonah on Williams. That. And then defensively, they were great. I mean, who was the tight end on that team? It's not O.J. Howard, is it? He's gone by then, is it? Any? Uh, Alabama, 2018. But that was that offense until the LSU team the next year. All right, so. That was the best I've seen, I think. Yeah, I, need, I need a depth chart. Can I find one? Yeah. I still can't believe those wide receivers are on the same team, by the way. Yeah. All right, so. Who's the tight end? I was just it wasn't a great, great it wasn't a great tight end, 
But what we got? Uh, Who was it? Hale Hinges? Hinches? Hinches? Uh, I don't remember. It's used to utilize in the block, I guess. More or less. But yeah, I mean that that team was just dominant. I mean, Jalen Hurts started the year at quarterback, and yeah. then two ends up. Uh, I guess two. I know two started the year at quarterback. Jalen Hurts is just a returning starter. Well, which, that that state team. They did on defense what Mississippi State did last year on defense in mm-hmm. that game. They just said, "Screw the offense. We're just gonna you go. You guys go out there and do your job." Mm-hmm. And they went out there and they were not intimidated. Mm-hmm. You had Montez Sweat, Jeffrey Simmons, Willie Gay, uh, Cam Dantzler, all those guys on the defensive side of the ball. They went out there and punched Bama in the mouth. Yeah, and the offense did nothing. The offense has been Mississippi State's issue against Alabama, mm-hmm. and I, I can't pinpoint the exact. Problem other than to say, you know, maybe it's just the fact that they're intimidated. So let's just answer the question before we, we go to the break here. Does state play better against Alabama this year? Yes or no? Um, yes, I think they do. You know, on wanna, offense, I want to say yes, but I got to see it, don't I? Don't I feel, I feel like I have to see it? I'm going to say yes just because I feel like Arnett will, will push the issue on that. But I'm not going to be totally surprised if Alabama just dominates them again. They got to find. I, I do agree with your point, though, that once they finally break through here, and again, I'm not talking about winning, I'm just about being competitive. They're going to play competitive and eventually turn it around and get another win very, very soon against Alabama. So, yeah. Alabama fans, if you're listening, don't take this as me and Robbie saying we're, State's going to beat Alabama. We're not saying that. So. Nick, if, you, if you're listening to this, Nick, please. All right. And I heard couple of podcasters over there in Mississippi talking about their, you know, state's going to break through. So, I mean, you know, obviously we got to watch out for that, all right? Yeah, I mean, I I can't really do say He's just waiting for us. All right, let's jump into their schedule. That's brought to you by our friends over at the Mississippi Beef Council who want to remind you that beef, it's what's for dinner. When you're looking for a great thing to throw on the grill, well, you know to go to beef. It is summer. It's almost the 4th of July. This is prime grilling season, guys. Get the grills fired up and throw some beef on the grill. Steaks, burgers, briskets. I'm doing it for the fourth. I'm going to do some uh, pulled barbecue beef. That's what yeah, we're doing. I, I might have wait. to get some of the leftovers on that. Why don't you just come on over? You don't, you don't even have to have leftovers. You can have firsts. I've got a big day on the fourth. Big day. Yep. Big guy. He's over there. He's so busy. I am busy. Too busy for his friend. Hey, Dad. I'm busy with my family. Family? That's right. Like Brian Kelly? That's correct. A member of my family met Brian Kelly yesterday. I'm sure that went well. Uh, well, you know. You know how that goes. Beef, it's what's for dinner. Thanks to our friends at the Mississippi Beef Council. Two Brothers Smoked Meats in the heart of the Cotton District. Don't forget when we talk about Two Brothers, guys, that's a Bulldog Initiative business. When you spend money at, at, at uh, Two Brothers, that money is going back into Mississippi State Athletics. So you are supporting the Bulldogs with every delicious bite. So, Head over to Two Brothers, grab some tacos, grab some wings, grab some pork rind nachos. They're really, really good. But whatever you do, you know that each and every dollar you spend, part of that is going back to the Bulldogs that you know you support. So head over to the Cotton District to enjoy some smoked Southern Soul food over at Two Brothers Smoked Meats. Great products, great service. That's what they offer you at every business. But who really gives it to you? Who 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 can you trust? The ones you can trust are Advantage Business Systems because they've been doing it for 48 years. And you can't stay open anywhere that long unless you take care of your customers. When you need technology for your business, call Advantage Business Systems. And then if you need service, 
You call them back, and you're talking to the same people who made you the sale. No overseas call center, no being on hold 45 minutes, no out-of-state technician to make an appointment with. Just Mississippi people taking care of Mississippi people. 601-362-9192 or visit them online at absms.com. Find out how Advantage Business Systems will help your business do business. The Collegiate Collection at the Rogue, it's just the best around, guys. You're not going to find a better quality selection of polos and quarter zips anywhere than what you're going to find at the Rogue. Great styles, great fits, comfortable shirts, and the logos that you want. Tired of looking like a, a, a billboard for Adidas? No longer. Head over to the Rogue, pick up something with the state script or the M over S, get yourself looking great this upcoming season. Shop at the Rogue in Jackson or online at therogue.com. Don't live the three-stripe life. Shop at the Rogue. This was this is a hot week, Robbie. Looking at it, it's going to be over 100 degrees. We finally got there. The summer is finally here. That means you need to cool down. Head over to Dolce and grab yourself a gelato or a milkshake this afternoon. Great flavors to choose from. Plenty of toppings to put on there. And it's just good, and you're going to feel good about yourself. You deserve a little treat, a little reward. It's waiting for you at 509 University Drive at Dolce. All right, so let's look at this Alabama football schedule. Obviously a season ago, just a disappointing year. You know, must be must be nice to have a disappointing year when you go 11-2 and two and, win the, and win the Sugar Bowl. That's a, that's a disappointing year. So let's just get into it. Obviously. I don't know if I would like – I mean, I would enjoy the team winning – like big, but it's like you win a national title or it's a bad year. Yeah. You know, I, I, I'm trying to think, is there a program that sort of has like, they can, they compete for a national title, but at the same time, if they go 10-2, and two, they're like, well, it's still a good season. Is there a program like that? Is Michigan that program? I think Michigan is like kind of content to just be in the discussion every year. They want to win a national title, but I mean... They've only yeah, won I mean, one in the last sixty yeah, I mean, some the, odd years. Yeah, like their their expectations aren't national title or bust. I think it's like just try to get in the playoff, try to yeah. win the Big Ten, try to beat Ohio State. Yeah, that's a, that's a good that's a good point though. Is like there are program are there programs where they're like, look, we went ten and two this year. That's a fine season. We're really happy. We'd like to have won one one more game. We'd like to have played for a national title. But Oregon maybe Oregon might be another one like that. I don't know. Yeah. All right. Alabama 1-0, they play uh, Middle Tennessee State to start the year off. And then a huge game. 6 o'clock kickoff in Tuscaloosa. The Texas Longhorns come to Alabama. They had them on the ropes last year. They should have won that game, Texas. Alabama yes. gets gets the win. I'm not going to call for an upset here. I'm not. But I'm not going to be surprised if Texas wins this game. Since it's at Bama. That's helping them. I, like, I think Texas is just going to melt. Like I just have a feeling under, under the pressure of the, yeah. their first real SEC crowd. Yeah, like at home, you know, they had the energy of the home crowd last year and all that. I I just have a weird feeling about this for them, and I'm all I'm right. definitely going with Bama right now, and that, you know that can change if this quarterback situation didn't work out. But Bama's still going to be a little more talented from a you know whole roster standpoint, mm-hmm. and you're playing at home, and I think that's that's going to play in their favor. But yeah, that was one of the games last year where you're like, God, if they didn't have Bryce Young, they're screwed. A hundred percent. Bryce Young Bryce Young was the difference. Yeah. All right. So two and oh. Uh three and oh. Travel 
Alabama at South Florida. Now, it is in the Buccaneers Stadium. It's not like it's an on-campus stadium, but that's just a weird thing, right? And then they play the, the Mississippi schools back-to-back. They have Ole Miss at home, and then they that's travel strange. to Mississippi State. That's a, weird, that's a weird game. They have Ole Miss at home and Mississippi State on the road. They'll win them both, but sort of what we were just talking about. Can State be more competitive? Alabama, the last couple years, has had, or last three years, I guess, with Kiffin, those games have been sort of tight. And I don't mean two years ago it wasn't super tight, but I'll, but I'll, I'll, Ole Miss moved the football a little bit. I could see this one getting away from Ole Miss. Yeah, in Tuscaloosa. Yeah, they yeah, haven't they, blown them out in a few years. It's, it's got to be coming, right? They pretty much destroyed them two years ago, and then they got I think they got some garbage time yeah. touchdowns or whatever in 2021. Yeah. That was whenever Lane Kiffin said, get your popcorn ready, yeah, and he was down forget? like 28 nothing or who whatever. Who could forget? I think I think it's going to be tough for him in this one too. Uh, so I'm I'm definitely going to take them in both of those games. All right, so five and zero. Oh. Uh, then they play at Texas A and M. A and M has been their kryptonite. Dangerous Lost to game. them and, and and played them close. I'll stay with Alabama here, but could be could be interesting. The Texas schools giving Alabama trouble this year, and then. Uh, they bring Arkansas in. I think they'll they'll handle Arkansas pretty easily. And then this is their season, right? There's a bye week sandwiched in between these two games, but they bring Tennessee. They get Tennessee and LSU at home. Two and zero. You're playing for a national. You're going to be playing for the uh, the SEC championship and a national title. One and one. You're probably still going to win the West, even even if it's LSU. I don't think LSU is going undefeated. You lose these two games again. And you're outside looking in again. So what I, do they do? I think they'll lose one of them. Okay. Which one? I think it could be Tennessee. Ooh. You have LSU looming the next week. Trap game. Mm-hmm. Would not shock me. Okay. I think Tennessee is is starting to hum a little bit. Mm-hmm. They're recruiting well. This is year three mm-hmm. with is it three with Heupel or yes, four three, and he's you know it seems to be running a really good program there. Mm-hmm. It would not shock me if they got two in a row. Guess right. Bama, that would be wild. So I think they also are going to lose a game, but I'm going the other way. I think they lose to LSU. Okay, so I think they'll beat Tennessee. They'll take the bye week, and then they'll lose to LSU at home. I think I, I could see either one, to be honest with you. I mm-hmm. think LSU has the better shot, you know, from a history standpoint. I think LSU is the better team Yeah, than Tennessee. So, and, yeah, and they are. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tennessee, it, it very well could be, you know, in the back of their minds that they haven't beaten Alabama in Alabama mm-hmm. in a long, long time. Mm-hmm. So that that could play a factor as well, but okay. I, I do think they lose one of these games. I agree. They have Kentucky on the road; they'll win that. They have uh, Chattanooga; they'll win that. So we both got them ten and one going into the Iron Bowl. That game is at Auburn, and Richard Cross pointed this out to me recently. And it, it's if you look at it, it's true. Iron Bowl in Tuscaloosa, Alabama blowout. Mm-hmm. Iron Bowl in Auburn, crazy things. That's when Auburn makes it interesting. So I think Auburn, and this is Freeze's first Iron Bowl at home. I, again, not going to say Auburn's going to win, but I think that'll be a very interesting football game. Yeah, could, could definitely. See. So 11 and 1, I guess we need to look at LSU and see who we think is going to win the West then. 
If I say LSU's ten and two, then then Alabama's going to. But win I, the I could see I could see Bama going ten and two. I could see them losing to Auburn. I could see them losing one of the two against Tennessee and yeah. LSU. They could. I also, could see them losing to A and M. Well, be what's going to be interesting is this: if the eleven and one Alabama team isn't into the playoff, like, or if they're not the SEC West champion. Let's say LSU wins the West, right? But then they lose to Georgia, and now they're eleven and they're eleven and two, and Alabama's sitting there in eleven and one. Does LSU go to the playoff? Does Alabama go to the playoff? Or is it just Georgia? I don't. I don't know how that would work. With two, with one, with one, a loss, one loss team, and, team a, and an undefeated team. Well, no, we have a two loss at LSU. They lose okay. to they lose to just somebody, just pick somebody, right? And then they lose to Georgia in the SEC championship mm-hmm. game. Georgia's undefeated. They're going to the SEC. They're going to the national title game. Alabama's eleven and one, but has lost to LSU in my scenario. LSU Alabama would go. As over a team, even though LSU is eleven and two, yeah, I mean that's that's what we're going to be looking at. Yep, can't wait for next year. With they 12 they teams. would give Bama the nod because they only have one. Loss. Can't wait for next year with twelve with twelve teams. All yeah. those teams would get in. So. Yeah. All right. Uh, in the East next week, we have done Florida, Georgia, and uh, I don't I don't have it. I accidentally deleted. We do the file. South Carolina. I think we've done South Carolina, so we need to do we got, no we've done Missouri. Oh yeah. So, so we needed to do South Carolina, Kentucky, Vanderbilt. Let's uh, do South Carolina. South Carolina. All right, we'll talk about the Gamecocks next week. All right, guys. Uh, tomorrow's the rumblings. You know what to do. Send us the questions. We'll get them in. Uh, I've got an interview scheduled for later today. As you're, as we're listening, it's Monday. Uh, or as you're listening, it's Tuesday. But I'm on Monday with uh, Josh Pate, late kick Josh, late kick with Josh Pate, twenty four seven CBS Sports. Looking forward to talking to him. Uh, later this week, John Hale will join us from the Lexington Herald Leader. Covers the Kentucky Wildcats. That's the opponent preview. Plus, we have a couple other surprises as well. And, of course, on Thursday, Robbie Nye in Winston County at Lake Tiakata for the Catfish Tour, which will continue to roll on. Talk to you guys again tomorrow. For Robbie Falk, I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi Media Production.